Before we get into this week's episode of the Sports Bros Podcast, number one, thanks for listening. And number two, I want to issue with a small disclaimer because during the Antonio Brown segment, I got a little heated and I let a few words fly that I don't normally use on this podcast. Now, as you know, the last few years of this podcast, we pride ourselves in keeping it clean because we want everybody from 8 to 88 and all ages in between to listen to the podcast. But I felt that it was appropriate for me to use this language to drive a point home about accountability and Antonio Brown. At the end of the day, we here at the Sports Bowls Podcast wish that Antonio Brown gets the help that he needs so he can be a successful person moving forward inside of football and outside of sport. With that being said, enjoy this week's episode of the Sports Bros Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast, featuring the almighty B-Live, the money man Scotty D, and your host, the head of creative, Eddie Cool. The Sports Bros Podcast is a sports podcast that's by the fans, for the fans, talking sports just the way you like it. Without any further ado, let's give it up for the Sports Bros. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast. I go by the name of the HOC, Eddie Cool. And of course, you know I cannot do this by myself. I have two of the best co-hosts in the world. Introducing first, the almighty B-Live. What's happening? What's going on in the world today? Uh, um, a lot. And... Whew. It was a lot going on. You know what? College football is almost over. I'm going to try to transition over to pro football so Sky D won't be so mad at me all the time. He, he Like, he uh, – I, I don't even understand at times why, why he keeps me on the show all the time I talk about college football. So, this week, we're going to – we're just going to dive right into it. This is going to be a peaceful – no, it isn't. That really just it, – it, it ain't. Just go ahead and introduce the other guy. I'm I'm gonna be all right because I got a lot that's on my mind. I'm just uh 2022. Woo! Yes, sir. We in here. Uh, <laughs> all right. And the other guy, he is the pride of Washington, Pennsylvania. He is also the acting <laughs> assistant athletic director at the Trinity High School. None other than the one, the only, the money man, Scotty D. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. A new year. I still have my Christmas tree up for another day or two. And then off to the rest of the year without the Christmas spirit. Um, Do you guys have a good New Year's Eve? A good New Year's Day? All that good stuff? Yeah, it went it went pretty good. I, um, I'm alive. So uh, <laughs> that's a good plus. What about you, Be Live? I'm a, hey, I'm a karaoke DJ, so I brought the noise, you know. Like, so, but it was, I mean, it was, I had the place jumping. Everybody was on their feet. We were packed. And I know, I already know they ain't, ain't, I know there might not have been as much social distancing, but they, I mean, everybody got their vaccines. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, we're not yes. even going to talk about that. Yes, sir. I had a, I had a great New Year's. You know, I felt very motivated bringing the energy it was it was wonderful 
I feel a great 22 is on the horizon. Yes, sir. Yep, a great 2022 is on the horizon. But, fellas, um, let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's not beat around the bush. Antonio Brown, also known as AB. Um, in case you missed it, I don't see how the hell you did. Um, he quit. He pulled a, a Avante Davis in the middle of the game. Um, he stripped all the way down to his cleats, socks, football pants, and he had an Under Armour shirt that went to the crowd too. As um, the story is, allegedly Arians benched him. He was too hurt to go back. He didn't want to go in. There's a whole lot of back and forth, but either way, this ain't a good look. Um, Scotty D, what say you about this whole A-B situation? Well, I've heard it gone back and forth about whether he'll get to, if, if this was the last we'll ever save him. Some people say he will catch on with another team eventually because he is a Hall of Fame caliber talent. Others say that's just enough's enough. And that's where I fall on it. I think I think this was it. I think this was the last we're going to see of this guy. Um, he's He's had numerous opportunities. And this goes back to Pittsburgh whenever he was doing Facebook live in the locker room. And then he had uh, the, 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 I think it was the next season. He had a fight with Tomlin and didn't go to practice. And he showed up for the game and Tomlin sent him home. Then he goes off to Oakland and he shows up in a hot air balloon. And he, he had, he burned his feet in the hyperbaric chamber. He had the whole debate with the helmet called the owner a cracker. He was gone. Then he, he gets the, he gets to the point where nobody wants him, but Tom Brady vouches for him. So they bring him to New England, and after like a week, there's uh, an, issue, an issue with a sexual harassment allegation or something. I, I don't even remember that whole thing, but he only lasted, I think, what, two weeks in New England, played one mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. Basically out of the league, what happens? Tom Brady vouches for him again. So Bruce Aaron says, okay, we're going to give him one chance. If he messed up, he'll be gone. Well, he, he got through the end of the year last year, but wasn't it telling that as good as he played, and as a free agent, he didn't really get any other offers, so he had an incentive-laden contract to go back because Brady, Brady vouched for him again, and he messes up again with the vaccination thing. And then as soon as he gets back, Arians allows him back, goes against his own word, allows him back, and he blew it again. He blew it again. And, you know, you, you almost got to feel bad for Tom Brady in this situation because he he's putting his name on the line saying – he carries as much clout as anybody in the league. Tom Brady, mm -hmm. the GOAT. Everybody calls him the GOAT. And on more than one occasion, he went to bat for this guy, and he repaid him by pulling off his jersey and pads and dancing around like a stripper on his way out of the stadium in New York. Now, if you guys remember, we had a little debate earlier uh, in the – or last year. <laughs> it's last year. Now. Mm -hmm. uh, last year about the whole mental health thing with Simone Biles and – and I, and I was saying, you have to just be careful by saying mental health over anything. I don't know what this guy's mentality is, but something's wrong because he was making this decision to leave the NFL basically on the fly while his teammates are trying to tell him, be rational, calm down. He didn't want to hear it. He didn't want to hear it. Respected teammates, OJ Howard and Mike Evans over there saying, calm down calm down because you know what they the Buccaneers probably could really use this guy because their top receivers hurt and not coming back this year they really need this guy and he and he just could he couldn't he couldn't get 
he couldn't make it right. He couldn't, he couldn't be right. So I don't know if there's some mental health things going on with, with him. This is a long period of time. What I just kind of gave you that cliff nose version. And that's not even the non-football stuff. That's not even covering some of the other stuff, but is, is somebody else going to give him a chance? I don't think so at this point, as talented as, as he is owners have not jumped to, to bring him onto the team the last couple of years anyway. And this you know, other guys are getting opportunities after committing sins, but this seems to be like the ultimate sin is to walk out on your teammate in the, on your team in the middle of a game. You know, already owners, wives with the sexual harassment stuff and that's so owners, wives, nieces, daughters, they're, they're not going to want to part of them. So I don't think any more owners are going to take any more chances with this guy. I think we've seen the last. What do you think, B-Live? I'm going to tell you one thing. If he's on another NFL team, I'm treat him the same as that way as I'm treating one guy that I refuse to mention on this program ever again. Y'all should already know. So I'm gonna put I'm putting A B in that category. If you feel free to touch this guy, then the, every consequence, every result of your decision is entirely on you. That is that is the extent of what I'm going to talk about when it comes to Antonio Brown is decision-making and the decision-making of others. The rest of this part right here, what I say about Antonio Brown goes out directly to his fans, his detractors, fans of the sport, people that this goes out directly to people on the outside looking in. I try, I try with everything in me to make this more than what it is. When they said that, oh, um, they're trying to keep money away from him by not playing him as much so he doesn't get his incentives. Because he was eight catches away from $333,333. 55 receiving yards away from the same amount and one touchdown away. So it was split up to where he was very, very close to a million-dollar incentive. Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, they were trying to keep him away from his money. If he didn't get suspended for the fake vaccination card, he would have been had all of his money. So yeah. throw that completely out of the window. I don't want to hear that dumbness anymore. And True. to be honest with you, I, if, if I was Bruce Arians, Remember how Bruce Arians said he had one chance to mess up? Yep. And he said he was out of there? Mm-hmm. Shoot. I would have might I might have been this that actually wouldn't be vindictive. This would be a business decision. I don't want to pay him a million bucks at this point in time for what he already did. But I'm not I'm not that's conspiracy stuff. I don't think that's true. He had the opportunity to make that money and he made the bonehead decision that he made. All right. He was trying to put him back in the game. He was trying. Yeah. There, okay. Now, point number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was supposedly hurt. His ankle. This is a, this angle number two. That he was hurt, and Bruce Arians and he told and um Antonio Brown told team doctors that he was not fit to play anymore. He was hurt and didn't want to go back into the game. Where Bruce Arians said, "No, we need you back in the game. We've cleared you for playing." 
you, we need you back in the game. We need to win this game. Antonio Brown refused. Bruce Arians said, well, if you're refusing to go into the game, get out of here. We don't need you. And that's what led to him throwing off the jersey and everything like that. That is angle number two. When it's not been confirmed yet, but that's what people are saying that that was what caused it. I don't know about y'all, but for somebody that ankle hurt so badly and couldn't go back into the game <laughs> when he was he, when he was doing jumping dance and jumping into the end zone and everything, that really didn't look like somebody that was hurt. Wasn't so, limping. So, nope. So I'm so I'm gonna need. All of the, everybody that believes that mess that he was hurt, too hurt to go back into the game, take that, throw that completely out of the window. I don't want to hear that anymore because it, it doesn't make any sense. All right. Point number three, and this is the most important. This is the most important one. This is the one that you really got to, you got, this is when you got to tread lightly with. Does this dude have um, effects from CTE? Here's the thing. I, as a fan, I can't, I can't confirm nor deny. I can't dispute whatever it is. But this is what I have to say about that. There's support out there for players, for embattled players. And if you've had several head injuries and everything, there's protocols that go behind it. There's a lot of players that still suffer from it. And it's a very real thing. I'm not going to downplay it whatsoever. Here's the one thing I do have to say, and this is very, very important. I want everybody to hear me on this. We give you that pass if your past behavior didn't speak otherwise. You cannot play the CTE card for your entire career and your antics. If you have it, I do hope. And this is something I'm very serious about. At the end of the day, I want him to get some help, whatever it is. I'm, I want him to get some help because he clearly needs it. Whether it is mental or psychological, there is a difference. There is a huge difference between mental and psychological help. Yeah. It, there's certain things in his brain. He thinks that is right behavior, and it clearly is not. Right. I, I, that's a great point. Yeah. So, I, that, so it's one of those things, honestly. I, I don't want to tread, like, it's one of those things, I want him to get help. He could have the symptoms of CTE. He could be going through a lot of things in his mind and his brain. But I'm not going to give him that pass. Behavior is behavior. There's response. There is consequences for your behavior. And that, it, that does not, screw, that does not, it, it, I just, I'm, I'm not going to give it a pass. Because it doesn't it, dismiss it, a decade worth of being an no, asshole. Basically. Right. You're right. right. It don't. It don't. It so does, it's, it one, it's one of those like, please get help. Please get help. If you, mental, psychological, physical, whatever it is, please get help. But I'm, I'm not going to give you a pass. Because be live, like you're saying, that there have been thousand cases now of players documented with having this. I mean, Junior Seau took his own life and it was determined that he had this in his brain. But he didn't act like a jackass for 10 years. He was still in a, you know, you, you still act like a professional. All these players that we've ever seen and heard of that have had this, this happen. And the, and the number has grown through the years as the studies have grown. None of them ever walked off the field in the middle of a game before with their shirt off. That, yeah. that's, like you said, that's part of behavioral thing. And if he does have some issues where he needs to, uh, 
to talk to someone to, to get some type of therapy. He's an adult. He he at this point, he needs to seek that out. And maybe he has before and maybe he quit. We you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm the full, pretty the sure. Full. I'm pretty sure the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a possibly billion dollar franchise. They have facilities. They have. Sure. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they have doctors on payroll for this sure. very thing. It, it, that's that's what I'm saying. I, it's like, called it's called a sports psychologist. Yes, yes, yeah. I know that I know they have. It's, so it's one of those things that it. I'm gonna put it this way: there is risk to every single job out there for every single person. If I was able to do half the things that Antonio Brown did, like let, let's put it this way: if I did one of the things that Antonio Brown did, I'd be in jail for years. Ooh. That fake vaccination card is a federal That's the, card. Yes. It's yep, a federal felony. Fit. Yes. And he got suspended for three days. And that's what another reason why that whole, oh, he's, he's oh, they keep him away from his money. He's not in jail. Which is, which, that, which is surprised me because that's a federal offense. You, you falsify government right. documents and you cannot do that. I'm so, I don't want to hear any of that though. They were trying to keep away from his money. Oh, you, oh, you, you, you've never walked off from a job before. Here's the thing my job, the jobs that I had over the course of my life is not, they're in the public eye, but they're in the public eye of hundreds, maybe. And I get paid, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? For the most, majority part of my job, my life, I'm, I'm middle class. I'm middle class. I'm all right. Mm. But I'm, yeah, it's one of those things where I get paid according to what I do. I'm not in the public face. I don't, like, at the end of the day, even though he's an athlete, he's actually providing a service for people. Like, I, yeah. I pay my good money to sit in the seat to, hey, watch watch professional athletes perform in the sport. That's why you make millions while I make thousands. Hey, sorry, <laughs> my bad. But you, 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 have, a, you have an obligation. Mm-hmm. And, and you, not only that, 24 hours that we're talking about, it's been over 20 hours as we speak since this happened, and we haven't heard anything about him of being remorseful, apologized to my teammates on Twitter. No, he's proud he, of the fact he's the first one to ever he, do that. He released a, um, a song. I mean, I, like, he yeah. released a song. Like, he's, what, what is, what is, what's really going on? We could talk about this for days. I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah. Eddie Cool, I know you have some thoughts. I have a whole lot. First of all, you know, the sports bros, y'all know my story and why, and the reasoning why I'm in therapy once a week. That story doesn't need to be rehashed again. I went through some traumatic stuff, you know, with the passing of my brother in 2019, some other things and other points in my life. And I woke up on New Year's Eve and I looked in the mirror and I didn't know who the hell I was looking at. So that's when I know it got serious. And I looked in the mirror, the man in the mirror said, you know what, you need to go get some help, all right? You took the initiative. Yes, I, I took the initiative, Scott, and I held myself accountable. Something that right. is, something that Antonio Brown is not doing accountable. But you, but you know what dismisses accountability? When you putting up numbers and stats like he does, that gives you a pass which means you can yes. act the donkey monkey fool, do whatever the hell you want to do. Ain't nobody going to say nothing to you because 100 and 101 receptions, 1,300 yards, 12 touchdowns. 
Okay, well, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing about society in general, not only sports. You can have a shady pass, a jacked up pass, but if you're pro- if you're producing top notch, top tier results, you get an automatic pass. I don't care what. I don't care if it's the service industry, the wrestling business, the football world, whatever. If you are breaking in money and making everything look good, you can do whatever the hell you want to. Do whatever the hell you want to. Hell, look at that Dante Starworth. He ran over a dude with a car, and he still came back and played. And he still came back and played. And I will say this. I understand the importance of mental health. Like I said before, I'm an advocate for it. But it has to come to a point where Antonio Brown needs some reliable people in his corner. But then again, he may have those good people in his corner, but he chooses to say, F what y'all talking about. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm AB. I'm Antonio Brown. I'm going to freeze my feet off. I'm going to do, do dumb stuff. Pardon me. Dump button time. I'm going to do dumb shit. Because that's what you've been doing, Antonio Brown, these last few years, dumb shit. And people want to make excuses for you. I, for one, will not make excuses for you. Because I'm going to tell you what, with every time he winds up getting a damn job, these teams are rewarding him for his piss poor behavior. You got guys out there busting their ass, trying to do things the right way. But this fool, this ingrate decides, oh, I'm Antonio Brown. Can't nobody stop me. I'm going to throw a ball at Ben Roethlisberger and hit him in the head. I'm going I'm to do, do like these young kids and, oh, look at me. I'm in the locker room. I'm on Facebook Live. The fuck is wrong with you, Antonio Brown? Woo! Woo! Like, button. Let's go! It comes to a point as a 34-year-old man, you have to hold yourself accountable. Not nobody else. You have to hold yourself accountable. I'm talking tough love to you, Antonio Brown, because you, sir, you, sir, have fucked yourself. Woo! That's all I got to say about that. I pray, he gets, I pray he gets help. But as of right now, he screwed himself. If I'm a team, I would not touch him. And if your team decides to be the NFL, welcome to the clown show that is Antonio Brown. And as far as I'm concerned, you can't go to Canada. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Because Canada don't even want you. You see how quick they got rid of Johnny Manziel, punk ass. <coughs> Antonio Brown, <laughs> accountability. You are a grown adult. If the people around you ain't helping you out, get rid of them assholes and get some people to give a damn about you. We are coming in hot in 2022, ah. baby. <laughs> All right, man. When I'm, I tell I'm, you, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm from the school of right is right and wrong is wrong, and I'm tired of the apologists. They're trying to keep him from his money. The white man trying to hold a black man down. Let's take away money and color out the whole situation. You did some assholeish stuff in the middle of a game. You a top flight wide receiver. Chris Godwin is out for the season. OJ Howard. And Mike Evans tried to calm you down. Mike Evans pulled one of my numbers. I'm gonna, okay, I'm talking, I'm talking. Are right, you going to do what you want to do? Antonio Brown, this is all on you. You cannot point the finger at anybody else. CTE, this and the third. First of all, you need to get around you some good people that give a damn about you because your people, I don't know what's going on with your whole situation, your personal situation. You need to get somewhere where somebody is putting good into you, not let you run a fool, not let you run a muck, not acting stupid. People have to help you out. But first, it starts with the man in the mirror. Yep. Yeah. Well said. Shoot. I look at it this way, man. He lucky to have a job. Nobody wanted him. That's what I'm saying. You you lucky to have a job. And then you got Tom Tom Brady. You got a Super Super Bowl ring. He got a Super Bowl ring. 
Like, how, why is it? What, what more do you want at this point in time? You're lucky to have a child. God forbid. You, you, you give me another chance like this, I get a Super Bowl ring. I'm sorry, I'm doing the, the whole song and dance, whatever you need me to do. Straight, yes, sir. Straight, I'm, and you, straight and you know Brady was going to get him his money next week anyway. Brady was going to make sure a, a game, a, he had a game and a half left to hit his. his uh, once again, he was, was going to get it. He shot himself in the foot with a three game suspension, and they still were going to try. And they were going to get and, it for him. And, yeah. the thing, and the thing about it was, a week before, I think Tom Brady peppered him in targets. Tom Brady was forced he to did. him the ball. We're, he we're, did. We're, we're not we're not talking about that because that was against the Panthers. But um anyway, we don't um that but, we don't need to do but, but, we don't but, need to do none of that. I know, but 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 and but, guess who they play in week 18? The Panthers. Guess right. what? He would have got his money. I exactly. want to hear that excuse. I want to hear that excuse. Please, you you do it's like this. I've sprained the ankle, I've turned the ankle and twisted the ankle. When you're doing that, you're not hopping and skipping like that. You walking oh. gingerly. Like what the I don't care what anybody God. says. Deshaun Watson played on a torn ACL <laughs> in a rivalry game. Like your ankle is going to be okay, especially the way you were moving around. At the end of the day, I think all three of us agree: no excuses, no Antonio Brown, no. for your behavior. None. It's, you it's, get none, especially from us here nope. at the Sports Bros Podcast. It's, Not it, but, one. It's but like yes, yeah, I I, yep. I I do hope that. It, he he gets he gets figured out and gets gets on the right track because the the rate he's going whatever money he did make within five years he's going to burn through it he'll be too old to be a football player and I I don't want to see this guy taking his own life or end up in in jail or in a right. bad situation oh, I, I oh, want to yeah. see this guy I don't have a happy either. ending I want to so, see a happy ending so, but so, the, so, the happy ending some, the happy back, ending has to start well, yes with accountability, accountability. It has, to, has to start with it has to if it. At, at the end of the day, if he doesn't get the help, if he doesn't hear this tough love, if he doesn't accept the, hey, bro, something's wrong, I need to get help, then it is going to be a tragedy. It is going to be a sad story. And, it, and excuses aren't going to get him the help he needs. No. It's, yeah. a, it's real talk. Real talk is going to get him the help that he needs. So all the other pundits across the media, all the fans that get try to – Try to paint this prettier picture and all this other conspiracy. Stop it! You're not helping the man at all. You're hurting him. Don't don't You're hurting be, him. Yeah. Don't don't be an apologist. Encourage a, accountability. All right. Right. That's it. Encourage accountability. All right. With that being said, fellas, enough about the A B in the situation. Really hope the man gets help. All right. Question: This past week, what is the biggest win of the weekend? Scotty D, I'll start with you. I like I like the biggest win of the week to be the Raiders beating the Colts. That was a very big win for them because if they lose their seasons over, they're eliminated and they're playing a team who was on a roll, a very hot Colts team. I think that was very important. Not to mention it was John Madden week, you know, all the tributes and all that stuff going on. The Raiders overcame a lot this season. Them beating the Colts, biggest win, I think, of the weekend. How about you, B-Left? Well, mine is going to be something that's, a little bit under the radar that really people don't really notice. Tennessee over Miami. Mm-hmm. And it was a drubbing. It wasn't even close. Miami came in this game red hot. Tennessee, we've been trying to write Tennessee off for the longest time. Yeah, we we're trying have. to write them off. And well, without Derrick Henry, they ain't gonna be they're not gonna go far. Guess what? At this point in time, they are the number one seed 
in the AFC. They're the number one seed. Yeah, how they do that? They're the number one seed. Yeah, how they do that without Derrick Henry? How they do that? Hey, they've they've been finding ways to get it done. And guess who they play in week 18? (laughs) They played the Houston Texans, which you can't write them off. Houston has done some damage, but you can't write them off. But if Tennessee beats Houston, they'll have the number one seed, home field advantage, and a bye. And guess who they're talking about could make it back for the postseason? Oh, the big guy. <laughs> yeah. Bring back Derrick Henry right now with the way Tennessee's playing right now that made it to the number one seed. It's gonna be it's gonna be something else. Man, that's the biggest win for me this week. Eddie Cool, what you got? Biggest win for me would be Joe uh, Burroughs and the Bengals over the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we watched part of the game, and we were talking in a group chat, and we was like, look, the Bengals just could not seem to stop Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And then uh, Joe Burrow said, oh, I'm at home. I just lit the Ravens over 500 yards. Ho, 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 ho. Hey, Jamar. Hey, T. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Joe Mixon-Dixon. Let's go get it. And they went out there and got it. They went out there and, and, and just and just snatched it from the Chiefs because they wanted it more than they did. And um, with that mm. win, they're going back to the playoffs and they are the current and new AFC, AFC North Division champions. What a great win. What that a was, great win. That, that, was a, that was a great win. That was a great win. All right, worst loss of the weekend. Um, Scotty D, you first. Well, B-Live kind of highlighted it a little bit. I think the Dolphins, having resurrected themselves from the grave, putting themselves in a position and then losing that game to Tennessee to their quarterback that they gave up on just uh, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. That one was a pretty bad one. But how can I, as a Cowboy fan, can I not talk about the disaster that we saw there on Sunday afternoon when everybody was – Back on the, the, they're out of the slump. They're back on the Cowboys bandwagon again. All week I'm here. It's going to be a revenge game, and the and Dak is playing well again. And the the slump is over. And they destroyed the Washington football team. They might be the one team that that can go to Green Bay and win. And if you guys remember last week, I I mentioned the fact that the Cowboys had beaten the goof, goofy quarterback from New Orleans and Heineke and Mike Lennon. And I was still a little uncertain what, and, and they laid an egg and Dak looked like doo-doo again. So that was a bad loss because it took him from the two seed down to the four seed mm. with not much hope of climbing back up in the last week. That means if they do end up playing the Cardinals and getting by them, that's who they would probably most likely play again. They would have to go to green Bay in the, if they win their first one and they're not winning up there. So that was the worst one. Be live. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback off of that because my biggest loss is also going to hurt the Cowboys in in a different type of way. Baltimore, the Ravens losing to the Los Angeles Rams. Mm. The reason why that hurt the worst, because this is now their third game, if I'm not mistaken, that they've lost by one point. Oh, that's right. (laughs) And on top of that, there was a time in the season 
that Baltimore was eight and three, leading their division, one of the top teams in the AFC, and had a 92% chance to make the playoffs. That yeah. chance has now just, um, has gone down to 2%. <laughs> they have a 2% chance because next week they need to beat the Steelers. That's one. And they have to have losses by the Browns against the Bengals, which could happen. The Bengals probably beating the Browns. The Chargers would need to lose against the Raiders. That could happen. And the Dolphins would need to lose against the Patriots, which could also happen. But the fourth loss, they need four teams to lose, mind <laughs> The fourth team that they need to lose, they need the Indianapolis Colts to lose. And the, the Colts are playing the Jaguars. Oh, that's a toughie. That's a, that's a <laughs> trap game. That is a trap game. <laughs> the Colts are not losing to the Jags. Baltimore is over for you. The reason why I said that this relates to the Cowboys, the Cowboys being the number four seed, they would either face they would face the team that doesn't win the um, NFC West, whether it be the Rams or the Cardinals. And with the Rams winning against the um, Ravens, they have um, they would win the division if the um, season ended today. And the Cowboys would once again go against the Arizona Cardinals. And I don't know if anybody knows this, but the Arizona Cardinals are eight and one away from home. Ooh. They're eight and one on the road. Road Warriors. They're doing damage on the, the only loss they have on the road is against the, the, the Lions. What happened? But they, the they, Cowboys they, couldn't beat that team. The Cowboys scored seven points in the first three quarters against a team that got dominated by. By the Lions? Come on. The Detroit knee biters. <laughs> Eddie Cool, what you got for the biggest loss? Uh, uh, real quick, um, it, it has to be those Cowboys versus the Cardinals. Um, Zeke, what they, I, where are you? Zeke, I need you in, in the fantasy, but more importantly, the Cowboys, Jeez. they need you as well, too. And uh, the Cowboys sustained an injury. It was, it was Michael Gallup, correct? Was it Michael Gallup? It was. Yeah, Michael Gallup, torn ACL, out for the rest of the season. So, um, and, and Dak, as Scotty said, looked like doo-doo. So, uh, yeah, worst loss of the weekend because they needed – they for seeding, they really needed that. They got a division, so they they needed that. Um, moving right along, um, has Aaron Rodgers is, – is it his to lose, the MVP award? What say y'all? It's one. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's won it. He's won it. Now, we, when we, we talked about this at the beginning of December, and we threw out Aaron Rodgers and a couple other names, one of which was um, – Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. Mm -hmm. And he, I, even after that conversation, he got hot and, and stayed hot for another couple of weeks, but I don't think he has enough at this point to, to take it from Aaron Rodgers. especially they're going to be the number one seed in, in all of the NFL. They're going to have the best record in the whole NFL. So I think it's, you agree, be live. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yes. The, the Colts losing to um, the, um, to the Raiders. I think that pretty much just, even though Jonathan Taylor is doing his thing, that, that was a loss. They're still fighting to get into the playoff. Aaron Rodgers is sitting pretty right now. He can rest that toe, that COVID toe that he has. Because <laughs> they, they, they're, they're definitely – the only reason why he wouldn't win MVP is if the voters were biased. Yeah. Or if they were mad at him for lying. Yeah, yeah that, exactly. That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're yeah. biased because yeah. of that. But on the field, he's done it, period, point blank. Yeah. Ah. 
he, he's a man. He's done it. All right, moving right along real quick before we get up out of here. Um, games we're looking forward to next week. I will say the Raiders versus Chargers. Winner takes all. Winner goes to the playoffs. Loser goes home. What about you, Scotty D? Uh, um, yeah, I think that that actually is really the game of the week. That's why NFL flexed it to Sunday night because a lot of the, there's a whole slate of games that don't mean anything. Uh, a couple of them may like last second, like maybe the Rams and 49ers is another interesting one because the Rams have not really looked that good the last couple of weeks. I think it would be important for them to, to win a, a, against the division rival in a convincing way to, to lock up that, that division title and, and get a home game in the first round rather than be in the position that Arizona's in. Well, that is the game I'm looking forward to for a different reason, because the 49ers have not clinched yet. Oh, true. The 49ers have not clinched yet. So who plays for the 49ers? Is it Jimmy G? Um, they're saying that he's likely to play, or is it going to be Trey Lance? Can Trey Lance pull off that game, or whoever, can they pull off that game, solidify that playoff spot? Because guess who's playing at the same time as the 49ers and Rams? The Saints and the Falcons. Saints win, 49ers lose. Saints are in the playoffs. 49ers are sitting at home. It is that game is the one I'm definitely watching because the 49ers fans are definitely going to be watching both of those games to see what is going to happen. Yes, sir. And shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles, JR. You're happy now. No, don't shout out to nothing. They got to win a game in the they got to win a game in the playoffs to say, hey, I they, 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 they snuck their way in because there's now seven teams, blah, blah, blah. They've been sneaky quiet. They've been sneaky quiet. But I want to see I want to see what they're going to do because it's probably going to be what? Um, Eagles versus Tampa Bay mm-hmm. first round. Yep. Can, can the Eagles beat the GOAT? And now our favorite part of the show, the choices of the voices. For the first time in 2022, thank you to the wonderful and ever so loving Miss Button for introducing our favorite portion of the show. You guessed it, the choices of the voices. We asked our listeners a question, they gave us an answer, and we talk about it in choices of the voices fashion. Scotty D, one time, for the one time in 2022, what's the question for this week's choices of the voices? All right, we just asked you, what what would you like to see happen in 2022, or predictions, or both? Uh, Throw us a little, little creativity out there. Predictions for 2022, Eddie Cool. We had a few answers here. I think a lot of people probably were a little bit... Uh, busy over the this past week, busy time of year. But let's see what we got here, Eddie. Cool. Who, who said what? Who said what? That that is, that is fully understandable. All right. So we got Trey Dizzle. <laughs> I usually save him for last, but we gonna go first with him. He said that Prescott will have a terrible three plus quarters in a playoff game, and all of our fans will blame the coach. <laughs> and he had three in the game since he wrote that. Yeah, yeah. And people were blaming the coach. People were blaming McCarthy oh, because he, he he didn't have enough timeouts because they had to burn one on that silly field goal thing. <laughs> how did how did they get fooled like that? <sighs> fell for the okie doke. They fell for the okie doke. All right, moving right along. We got a two-parter from the one, the only terrible Pete Talansky. And he gave us a disclaimer. He said, this is just a mess with Trey Duke. By no means do I think this will happen, nor do I want it to happen. That Prescott plays amazing well throughout the playoffs, and the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, and he wins the MVP. Oh, and Trey please, finally please. has to shut the hell up about how bad Dak is. <laughs> oh, please sign me up for that. 
So you okay? You you're okay with Dak doing great and winning the Super Bowl? God, yeah, please, okay. please. All right, I'm, call, well. I'm not. I'm calling it like I see it, not like I want it. Yeah, I okay. want Dak Prescott to be the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, he's, <laughs> not. he's not. <laughs> hey man, look, you hey you got to believe in your quarterback when everybody when everybody else doesn't. All right. All right, the, the second part of Terrible Pete's um, response, he said, my real answer is I hope that the Giants decide to fire Dave Gettleman and, Done. Uh, and Joe Judge and draft some quality offensive linemen and rebuild the team back to where it should be. Here's the thing about it. Um, I don't know if you guys paid attention, but Saquon Barkley ran for 100 yards yesterday. Yeah. Wow. That, that's, that, that's still a thing? Yeah, Saquon Barkley ran for 100 yards. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Is this a typo? Nah, he ran for 100 yards. Didn't yeah, that, that? that dude's immensely talented. They should just trade him right now and try to get as much draft capital as possible. But they need a lot, and they do need a new general manager. That, that's going to happen. That Gettleman guy's a goner. Didn't they still lose 29-3? to three? But he still had a 100-yard <laughs> yes. game. It doesn't matter. <laughs> God, well, their know. quarterback threw for 24 yards. And, and with sacks, negative 10. Negative 10. Negative <laughs> why, 10. Why is he playing? Why is he, what, they have somebody it, else, don't they? What was it? Mike Glennon was playing? Yes. Yeah. At one negative point, 10. he was one for two for four yards. I think that was like his halftime stats. <laughs> don't they have somebody else? Isn't uh from or somebody on that is that who's on it? Yeah, from was on there. I think why not? Why not let him play? I, I, mean, I can't understand. You have zero to lose at that point in time. Yeah, you yeah. got nothing to lose. I mean, and, and, maybe and, they're trying to wrap up a higher draft pick. He's sending Glennon back out. I don't know. You know what? Right. Ne- next week, you know what the Giants should do? All the starters take the day off. Second and third stringers get in there and play some damn football. Back. They took the football. whole year off. Basically, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's, it's, I wouldn't send Mike Glennon out there ever again. I'd, I'd make him ride home with Antonio Brown. Those guys got to find their own transportation from now on. Wasn't Glennon? Wasn't Glennon at NC State though, and made Russell Wilson transfer? Wasn't weren't they there like right around the same time? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, something because like Russell that. Wilson left NC State to go to Wisconsin. I think Glennon might have been the reason why he was like in front of him. I, I don't know. Late, late, that, late. that sounds right. That yeah. sounds right. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Glennon, your New York football oh. quarterback. Yeah. And I'm is, actually it starting is, to it, it is Jake Fromm is the yeah. next man up. Yeah, yeah, why not let him play? I don't I don't understand. I'm actually starting to feel sorry for the Giants, and that's terrible. When I'm at a point, I'm feeling bad for these teams I hate, like the Washington football team and the Giants. <laughs> it's bad. And I'm and I'm in a in a playoff drought myself and i'm feeling bad for this time all right what else we got enough of them giants scotty d at least your teams can make the playoffs can play they want to be there those guys, this those, year this year yeah the, the 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 football team and the giants like playoffs they don't want nothing to do with it for some strange reason all right uncle max a hall of famer he said a 16 team college football playoff Ooh, you would you really would you really see, would you really want to see a 16 team playoff? Just just stay tuned. I got something for you, Unc. That that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, you so you just don't I, I thought you listened <laughs> to the show. I've given you hundreds. I've re- there's been hundreds of hours of research on why it won't work. Nobody listens to me, but it's okay. 
It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll get back to you in just a moment. Say to him, say to him, I'm gonna get back to you in just a moment. You, you, you'll be pleasantly surprised. But th- th- there's another portion. I'll, I'll come back to that. Put a pin <laughs> on that. Put a pin in that. All right, moving right along. Last but not least, we got Diamond Dave Romito, and he said the notorious one knocks out Paul. Logan, Jake, probably both of them. He didn't specify which one. Who cares? He said either one or captures UFC gold. So a comeback for the notorious Conor McGregor and proper 12. Well, he can eliminate the catch on UFC gold. He ain't beating <laughs> any of them, any of them top cats out, that are out there. Oliveira, Poirier, Chandler. He's not beating any of them dudes. His, his time has come and gone. He don't even fight anymore, really. No. And, uh, and, and who knows with that leg, that nasty leg injury how he's going to be when he does, if he does come back, he's better mm-hmm. off trying to fight it for payday wise. One of these Paul guys, but they're so much bigger than him. That, uh, yeah. I don't know if he, if he had the, if he would have the power to knock out these guys, these guys are, are like 30 pounds bigger than, than Connor. I, I don't, I mean, I'd love yeah. to see it too. I honestly, I, I'd love I, would, to see I would not, I would, I would not. There'd be no reason just because of <laughs> it'd be, it, for that, for that disparity, because, if Conor McGregor gets into the ring and does get knocked out, that just means that these Paul brothers that don't deserve nothing or get more notoriety. Like they really don't. He, um, which one is an actual? Which one? I don't even remember which one is an actual boxer. The was one it, that fought Floyd. Neither. <laughs> Logan fought Floyd, but neither are legit boxers. I mean, ain't, ain't it Jake? The fact is, Logan, Logan fought Floyd Mayweather. That, that I'll give him that much. Yeah, I'll give him that much. Floyd Mayweather considered by some as the greatest boxer of all time, not by me, but to some. Mm-hmm. So I give him that much. He 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 was able. I mean, that that was a boxer. He lost. He was a boxer. It was a Jake patty Paul, cake contest, and he was fifty pounds bigger. It was Jake Paul. On the other hand, is fighting washed up dudes that ain't boxed a day in their life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Tyron Woodley. Yeah, like come on, twice. Bro. So, like for the, the fight to even happen, and for the possibility of Conor McGregor being knocked out, you'd be dealing with them for years to come, which we already are. But it's just gonna make it worse. Let's, let's, let's not do that. We got and not not only did did Jake Paul fight these washed up boxers, but he fought up an NBA player. The NBA full of dudes who are six foot five, and he fought the littlest one, Nate Robinson. Dude, they ain't even six foot tall, and he knocked him out. <laughs> just he didn't punch him straight. He hit him like this. Yeah, he hit him like on top of his head. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Lay down. And he crumbled like a pile of bricks. But um, not yeah. getting any of my money. Nope. Ever. The good, the good, the, the, <laughs> good, the good old Paul brothers from nearby Westlake, Ohio, which is that away, and they say it's the hood. Westlake ain't the hood. Cut it out. Um, <laughs> it it ain't. Trust me. I, look, it ain't. Um, and I'm not trying to talk bad. I'm just stating the facts, sir. All right, so shout out to Trey Dizzle, Terrible Pete Talansky, the Hall of Famer Uncle Max, and Diamond Dave Romito for their participation in this week's Choices of the Voices. Scotty D, what you got? Um, one thing I'm going to predict is that I would like um, that the, 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 the Pittsburgh Pirates will not win the World Series in 2022. Uh, that is a spoiler. I hope I'm wrong. I'm predicting the Pirates will come up short when it comes to winning a world championship in 2022, I would like to see less Baker Mayfield commercials. And I'm predicting that he will be a Brown again next year. And I would like to see Aaron Rodgers retire, even though I don't think he will. I would like to see him retire 
And even more than that, I would like to see Dak Prescott retire. So there's a couple of my predictions of what I would like to see in 2022. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers winning the Super Bowl, he will retire. Ugh. That's you think? Not, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think he'd be so intoxicated by winning it, he'd go after it again. I think he'd sign back up and and then they'd I, sign yeah. Devontae Adams again, too. He's, he's getting married. He wants to take more of them trips he was taking this past summer. He don't want to be taking all this COVID he, protocols and stuff he like that. He ain't shaving. He, he probably took a bath. He, he's he, wearing a man. Aaron Rodgers wants to go out. If he, he wins the Super Bowl. He's out. I guarantee you that. He's out. He's out. Really? He's, and he, he even said that when, when the season is over with, it's going to be a very short decision. Mm. Very short. Which I think he which, made his mind up. I think he's coming back to Green Bay. I think I think that if he wins the Super Bowl, he's done. If he doesn't oh. win the Super Bowl, he wants to play another season elsewhere. I, well, I hope he is. doesn't win it, but I, I actually at this point think he's going to. And if he does, I hope he does retire because I'm sick of him. He's a bad. He is. He is. I am sick of that guy. Go ahead, be live. So I have a couple of predictions, and these are actually realistic predictions as opposed to whatever the hell Scotty D was spewing out. Oh, you think the Pirates are going to win the World Series? I'm happy to hear that. That, that, that's, <laughs> that, that, that was the that, that was the only real one. After you you said that, after everything else you said after that was just, I, I don't even know. But <laughs> I'm going to say this. I have two predictions, and they're realistic ones. Clemson had a down year this year. Here we go. All roads lead to Dabo. You already know what time it is. You already know. You already know. You already know, baby. Let me bring out. Let me see if you can't see the pillow. Can't see the pillow, but. DJ I'm ukulele. I'm going to be. No. No, little buddy. No, little buddy. Prediction. He's getting replaced. He is getting replaced by a five-star recruit. Number one quarterback cut out of the um out of the recruit class coming in. Cade Klubnik. He'll be he's enrolling early, so he'll be practicing in the spring, and he will be competing for the starting job at Clemson. Okay. He comes in, takes the um, starting position, and Clemson returns to where they are supposed to be at the top of the ACC, back into the um in a college football playoff. Let's get it. Let's go. This is prove it time. With everything that's been changed and everything, all roads truly do lead to Dabo, and Dabo and his new coaching staff will show them what the culture is. And see, you're not Best being realistic either. What, what? You're forgetting about the reigning, defending, undisputed, Atlantic Coast Conference champion, Pit Panthers. Woo! And, and they will have, have Keaton Slovis. Yeah, and, and they lost their bowl game with their third-string quarterback. That's true. That is yeah, true. Don't get me started Pickett, on college football. You had to do that without me. So. Yeah, but the Kenny, Pick, Kenny Pickett is... Um, has done what he's done, and he's uh, he's going on to bigger and better things, which will bring Pitt back to where they're supposed to be underneath Clemson. All right. <laughs> and I said what I said. Mwah. Yes, I know that sounded, that's a, that sounded pompous and arrogant. <laughs> bet I, bet I, it's the Earl of Brohaven. <laughs> Not staying back. Y'all trying to spike call. No, I, I, no, I'm, I applaud Pittsburgh so much, and it was an incredible time going to the game and everything. Oh, that was I want, fun. I really do oh, want. I want. I want teams to be competitive in the ACC. I want Clemson to win it all, of course, but I want yeah. it to be competitive. I want. Uh, hey, I want North Carolina to be able to return. Fame. They're gonna be with a new starting quarterback. 
Pitt with a new starting quarterback. Clemson might have a new starting quarterback. So it, it's going to be interesting. Well, let's see what the future holds. My second prediction, though, and this is a very, very solid one, because that's how I got this finally go to my first ever National Hockey League game. Here we go. Uh, but man, I am a Kaniac. I love my Carolina Hurricanes. I've seen them when they won the Stanley Cup. It was a shortened season. But as of right now, the Carolina Hurricanes are number two in all of NHL for um, points. Um, they're one point behind the Washington Capitals. But they've got three less games than the Capitals. So they've got a better um, winning percentage. And I'm very much looking forward to going to a playoff game this year, seeing the Carolina Hurricanes do what they do. I, I predict that the Carolina Hurricanes bring back another Lord Stanley Cup. To wow. Wow. To Raleigh, North Carolina. Yes, sir. Let's go. Eddie Cool, what you got? All right. So here we go. Um, my prediction is the Carolina Panthers – they're going to find him a new coach. Really? <laughs> because <laughs> David Tepper reportedly, allegedly, has a case of buyer's remorse. <laughs> yeah. It's He's almost, ashamed. Yeah, He's embarrassed. He, yeah, he, he, he admitted that. I would have never said that publicly. But, you know, two years, uh, the Cam Newton experiment, mm, no. Christian McCaffrey, mm, no. It's just... This is bad in Carolina. I just hope Carolina can just right the ship and get it together and improve next year and get a new coach and a new offensive coordinator. The defense is good. The defense is fine because we'll have everybody back 100%. I just hope on the offensive side of the ball and from a head coach standpoint, we will find us a better coach, a whole just, just put up just something new for the culture. Getting rid of him already, huh? He got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, okay, let me, let me do this for you, Scotty D, because I'm going to put this in perspective. Maybe Eddie Cool has not seen this story. Maybe he has. But, Scotty D, I need you for this. They are comparing Matt Rule to Jimmy Johnson. God, though. They're Hmm. saying that it took Jimmy Johnson three years to right the ship, where he went to what one, one win to seven wins to what we, what we see today with the three. Now, let, let me let me put this out there. From year one to year two, did the Cowboys get better? Yes. Eddie Cool. From year one to year two, did the Panthers get better? Hell no. Nah. Exactly. Then why in the <laughs> hell would anybody compare those two? Are you kidding me? What? What do you smoke? My bad. My bad. Somebody's, somebody's uh, drunk. Somebody's drunk, and somebody oh, wants to make a hot take. Oh. Be like, be like, it's, well, a hot, well, it's a hot take going cold. That's what that is. Not only that, but Jimmy Johnson had his franchise quarterback and future running back in place in his first year. I mean, so I think Carolina needs a quarterback. Yeah. Carolina is, uh, we need an O line. We need, we need Jesus. We need Jesus. <laughs> the Jaguars are bad. They need everything. We just need Jesus. They're the one team that probably doesn't need a quarterback. This is going to be a quarterback thin draft. So teams that need quarterbacks are they're going. This is going to be a good year to try to build the rest of your team and wait for that next really good one to come along. Speaking of uh, speaking of quarterbacks, um, the number two one, Spencer Rattler. At first, when I saw him going to South Carolina, I was like, 
it'll be better than what we already have because we ran a two quarterback system and it got us to a bowl game. And Shane Beamer got Duke's mayonnaise dumped on him. And I can smell the Duke's mayonnaise <laughs> through the TV. Um, so hopefully South Carolina will be better than what they were. Hopefully they'll win more than six games. I would like for them to win seven, maybe eight. Because I think Spencer Rattler is, is a definite improvement. Um, my third prediction, I think the Carolina Hurricanes will have a deep, deep, deep run all the way to the Stanley Cup playoffs. And who knows? They just might hoist up the second Stanley Cup in franchise history. So we got everything in, fellas. Everybody got their predictions in? That's it for me. All yeah. right. That being said, it's been another edition of the Choice of the Voices. But before we get up out of here, Scotty D, what's on tap for next week? Oh, yeah. Um, I actually got he said, kind oh, of a yeah. – <laughs> yeah, I, I was getting ready to do Pepper. Um, uh, so I got a, a version of this as a suggestion from Reese Jenkins, who's been one of our loyal listeners here lately. But he, he suggested doing a kind of an all-Madden type of question, which we are coming off of the um, – it was last week during our podcast we found out that John Madden passed, mm-hmm. and then we 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 not only mentioned him and he he passed just moments after we talked about him. We also mentioned Beelive mentioned Betty White last week's podcast too, and she passed like the next day. So got to be careful who we're talking about. I facts, guess big uh, yeah. Two two legends we lost there in just a matter of of a couple of days, but. Um, John Madden got a lot of love this week. And again, we were glad that he was able to see the love that he got in his show uh, on Christmas day before he passed away, but he got a lot of tributes, a lot of love from a lot of people this week. And it was very heartwarming to hear all the nice things said about him. Having said that, you know, he was known for his all Madden team. Mm -hmm. So we're going to ask the listeners next week to name who their all time Madden offensive player and their all-time Madden defensive player. Now, you know, Madden didn't always necessarily pick the best on his team. He's usually someone who's pretty much one of the best, but he had to sort of, yeah, give him his flowers. But Ma- Madden, Ma- Madden had a style. Madden flowers. But Ma- Madden had a style that he, he liked. So think of who you think would like really fit the mold of a all-Madden offensive player and all-Madden defensive player from his era. The guys that, guys that were perfect for him. And that's who we'll talk about. Pick us your all offensive, all Madden player and all defensive, all Madden player. And thanks to Reese Jenkins for that suggestion. And Eddie, cool. That'll give us something to talk about next week. Reese, we appreciate it, bro. And as we said before, when it comes to people and their accolades and acknowledging them, give them their flowers while they are living. And shout out to Fox for giving John Madden his flowers when they did. Oh, yeah. By the way, for for those that don't know, that's why I wanted to put that um, logo back up there. For those that don't know, Reese Jenkins is responsible for the artwork and everything for the logo, our official logo. That is his work. So hit him up, man. He is incredibly talented. He yep. crazy. He crazy. I'm <laughs> but, saying. But we love him. But we love him, man. We love you, yep. bro. <laughs> All right. And see you next week for Choices of the Voices. Okay, boys, let's bring it home with a round of pepper. Up, oh, you heard the woman. It's time for us to go home and get the hell up out of here. But before we go, we're going to do a round of pepper. You know how we do it. Three topics, rapid fire style, 
kind of sort of not really as b-live is over here shaking the pepper grinder do it to him one more time be like with the pepper grinder yeah in the kitchen it's whipping like a stir fry anyways man you know how we do it three topics rapid fire style kind of sort of not really and with that being said i'll go first right on this day in history the 1970 afl championship game the kansas city chiefs defeat the oakland raiders 17 to 7 and the chiefs defense forces four interceptions Kind of like interceptions that Baker Mayfield threw <laughs> a few weeks ago. That's either here or yeah. there, man. 1970 AFL championship game. The Chiefs won their first ever championship. Over to you, Scotty D. All right. So I know we've we've talked it already at length about uh, losing the legend John Madden, but another uh, big name from the NFL passed away on New Year's Day, and that was Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves, as you guys remember, was the head football coach of the Denver Broncos when they went to the Super Bowl three times in the 80s. They came up short each time. But he was also a member of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, winning Super Bowl six as a player and uh, Super Bowl 12 as an assistant coach before getting the head coaching job with Denver. He also was the head coach of the Falcons when the Dirty Birds went to the Super Bowl, ironically losing to the Broncos uh, in the um, uh, Years later, after he had moved on, he's also the mm-hmm. head coach of the Giants for I think a three-year, three-year period. Uh, you know where he went to college, Eddie Cool? Uh, where did he go? South Carolina, played oh, quarterback. Dan Reeves. He, he was he was a Gamecock. He was a, a a quarterback, and when he got to the Cowboys, Tom Landry moved him to running back, and he actually threw a, a halfback touchdown in the Ice Bowl, one that the Cowboys lost to the Green Bay Packers. But he he passed away on New Year's Day of complications from dementia. He is one of only two head coaches to have won 200 games and not be in the Hall of Fame. Got to believe four Super Bowl appearances, if he wins one of those, that would have been enough to get him into the Hall of Fame. But Dan Reeves uh, passed away at age 77. So rest in peace, Dan Reeves. Over to you, B-Live. Oh, real quick, um, before we move on, um, Dan Reeves was very instrumental in the early career of Uncle Shay Shannon Sharp because he was, he gave him a job. Yeah, he gave him a job because I was watching um, Undisputed Today and he said, Dan Reeves was like, son, you too big, you too strong, you too yes. fast to not play in this league. I'm going to find you something to do because Shannon Sharp said, had Dan Reeves not been there, you wouldn't see no Shannon Sharp as we know him today, but. Yeah, I saw that. That was that was an excellent tribute he paid to Dan Reeves on the, on that show. That's good. All right, be live. Go ahead. All right. So my first pepper point. Ah, got to start making the transition. I can talk college football till I'm blue in the face, but let's move and transition over to college basketball. And I got to say it like this because it, it, it this is it exciting to watch and now I'm like now I get a little bit more focused have you have y'all watched the Baylor basketball game this year I have not uh, no I have not there's a reason why they are the reigning defending undisputed national champions and on top of that they're now they're um, back to being they're 13 and 0 they're the number one team in the country again mm-hmm. they haven't lost a game since March of last year when they lost in the second round of the Big 12 tournament. And they are just doing Baylor things. They are dominant on both sides of the ball. And I'm telling you, watch a Baylor game. You Like, they have a three-guard system that is just magnifique. Wow, and, okay. And so, Baylor, man, I, I they could easily repeat. And But 
there might be one, one, one tall task in front of them. And that's the man, Coach K, in his farewell season. Because he has Duke playing really good basketball. Duke is already beaten I did at, see the time, mm-hmm. at the time number one Gonzaga before losing to an unranked Ohio State. D, but I'm not a Duke fan at all, but I have to give respect to where respect is due. Coach K has been profoundly instrumental to the game of basketball. Being a coach, USA, I mean, just, it's Coach K. Yeah. It's Coach K. Yeah. F- farewell season tour. You can, I would love to see Baylor versus Duke in a championship. And I really don't like Duke, but it would be, it'd be, it'd be good for basketball. Eddie Cool, the ball. All right. Um, a moment of transparency while I was putting together my pepper points, I ran out of stuff, but <clears throat> as I clear my throat, I found something. Shout out to Scott D for me out with this because we this is what we do at Sports Wolves Podcast. We help each other out. He's a blessing and not a burden. Second pepper point goes out to Shohei Otani, or as they do in Japan, Otani Shohei. I mm-hmm. so can't wait till Wrestle Kingdom comes. Oh, Wrestle Kingdom's a few nights away. Anyways, Shohei Otani has been named the AP Associated Press Athlete Male of the Year. All they did was hit 46 home runs and drive in 100 runs with a 9.65 on-base percentage, and he played 126 games, and he was designated as the American League's best hitter, according to ESPN, all right? And he got a Silver Slugger Award as well, too. And he finished third in the majors of home runs after leading the sport, yeah, after leading the sport for most of the season. So Shohei Otani is a bad man. Also, he started 23 games on the mound, and he went 9-2 and two with 3.18 ERA, 156 strikeouts, over 130, 130 and a third innings pitch as the Angels ace as one of the top right-handers in all of Major League Baseball, and he has a 100-miles-an-hour fastball. You got Mike Trout, you got Otani, and zero playoff appearances. But... Shout out to Shohei Otani for winning the Associated Press Male Athlete of the Year. Over to you, Scotty D. They need Mike Trout to play next year. Well, actually, we need the whole league to play next year. Oh, yeah, that's right. But MLB, we're locked, get, we're MLB, locked out. Yeah, MLB, get your mess together, man. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all got to be the most dysfunctional league when it comes to labors. You're on and you're off. You're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're no. Sorry, Katy Perry, but you know what I mean. Over to you, Scotty D. Yeah, figure it out. You got a little bit of time to figure it out. Okay, now we're going to talk about our favorite athlete going on right now, Jake Paul. Jake Paul <coughs> is in the in the news again. He's fighting with Dana White. He called Dana White a cokehead, dressed up as him as, as Halloween with a big white stripe going across his nose. <laughs> Dana White said, well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do here, buddy. I will go ahead and let you drug test me for Coke for the next 10 years. If you let me drug test you for steroids for the next two years, because I think you were on that juice when you're beating up these UFC fighters. Jake Paul said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will retire from boxing. If you put me in a, a UFC, I'll go into the USADA testing, put me in the UFC for a fight against Jorge Masvidal, and I'll do that. And Here's a list of, uh, he gave him a list of other contingencies of me. Higher fighter pay, blah, 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 this, this, and that. Dana White said, we know you're not smart enough to have written that list. How about that drug test thing we had before? So this is an ongoing soap opera going on here. I love it because I'm actually a Dana White supporter. I like Dana White. And I think this is funny, funny stuff, this Twitter battle that's going public. And Dana White actually also having 
a, a little bit of a um, dispute with Francis Ngannou, the heavyweight champion. And he'll be in action on January 22nd, fighting the interim champion Cyril Gunn for the uh, undisputed heavyweight championship. So that's first UFC pay-per-view coming up on January 22nd. But keep your eye on this Dana White, Jake Paul stuff. It's priceless. Be live. Over to you. Put them both in the octagon. I'll pay, I'll oh, pay. Put them both I, in the octagon I, and let them I'll pay for that. I will pay for Do that. Do you remember when Dana White was going to box uh, what, Huntington Beach bad boy Tito? He's going to box yeah. Tito. He yeah. trained for it. They did a whole, whole documentary and Tito backed out. Anyway, yeah. go ahead, be live. Over to you, buddy. Okay. Well, Pepper point number two. Good Lord, Jake Paul. What the hell? Anyway, um, <laughs> just what the hell? Pepper point number two. As I transition into sports, um, different sports uh, this season, I got I got to look at the NBA. I know some people have some thoughts about the NBA, but I'm gonna tell you something that is happening this week. Um, I don't know if you know about the um, Golden State Warriors and um. Steph Curry and um, breaking record. He's pretty pretty, pretty good, right? You know, it's pretty decent. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, Steph Curry has led his team to the number one record in the NBA as of right now and just doing amazing things. Well, um, guess who's going to be um, rejoining the team this Sunday? In six days. Clay Thompson will be Clay Thompson will be returning this Sunday for a home game against the fifth-ranked Cleveland Cavaliers. Fifth-ranked, by the way, Cleveland. Who the fuck it? Fifth. They got Rondo. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so that is going to be a game to watch. Clay Thompson, all he did was um, just just a a little clip of him hitting 24 three-pointers in a row. This This is ridiculous. The Warriors are already the number one team. They already have the best record. That's without Clay Thompson. You're re you're reuniting the splash brothers. This is this is gonna be it's gonna be epic. I'm I'm here for it. I'm gonna start watching NBA again. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You just might have to because Clay Thompson hadn't played a game in what three years almost? Almost. He didn't play all of last year. This he hasn't played at all this past year, and he got injured um, the year prior. So it's been been a long time. So wait, we have a legit chance of the Warriors facing off against KD in Brooklyn at the end of the year, don't we? Is that realistic? That is a very realistic situation. Okay, I might have to. Brooklyn, I might have to start watching again. The Brooklyn Nets are number two in the Eastern Conference. They're second to the Bulls. Chicago, the Bulls. Yes. Chicago is the number one seed right now in the Eastern Conference. DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, them boys doing some damage over there. Hmm. So, yeah, the they, NBA, NBA is something to watch. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I got to make the transition. Ain't got too much college football to watch. But, hey, y'all know me. Eddie Cool, the ball. All right. And my third and final pepper point. I'm going to do a New Year's resolution as a sports fan, all right? <sighs> okay. I'm not going to lie. Except for the Hurricanes and the Braves, it's been a real tough going for the Panthers and the Gamecocks. And I'll say this. I do have ESPN+, and there's been times I've been so upset with the Gamecocks, that I've just not watched any games. It's unbearable. 
That's why I work on Saturdays. And when it comes to the Carolina Panthers, have ways of watching the games. These last few weeks, they've been unbearable. They've been atrocious, just booty clap water. It's been bad. So my New Year's resolution is, is to not quit on my teams during the bad times. Hmm. Is not to quit on them during the bad times. Because if Scotty D can tolerate the infertility <laughs> of the Pittsburgh Pirates, then I can sit through a season of the Carolina Panthers swimming in mediocrity alongside the South Carolina Gamecocks. So my New Year's resolution is be tried and true to the bitter end. If it hurts, it's okay. It's nothing that a good old pot of chicken ball can't fix. Over to you, Scotty D. All right. My New Year's resolution as a sports fan, I am going to uh, – my my New Year's resolution is to watch more sports. I don't know how it's going to be possible, but I think I can fit in more college basketball before March. Mm -hmm. So that's my resolution. Watch a little bit more college basketball before March. Um, To break 90 in golf this year, I'm trying to get better golf. I want to be better golf. Uh, Lose weight. And (laughs) – Less Dallas Cowboys rants. We'll see if I can nope. avoid nope. Dallas nope. Cowboys rants nope. I, in 2022. Won't allow it. Nope. No, that there's entertainment value in your Dallas Cowboy rants. <laughs> Scotty nope. D, I, Scotty I, D, I, nope. Whenever, whenever we put together the best of the Sports Bros podcast episode, that is a vital key and crucial part of the best of episode. The Money Man rants about the Dallas Cowboys. Come on, yeah, we're not we're not gonna allow that. That is, um, um, we love no. you, brother, but, but I'm no. going to do better. I'm going to do better as a sports watcher, golfer, fat person, and Cowboys ranter. That's that's <laughs> that's my New Year's resolution. There we go. I'm in. Right. Losing weight. Losing weight. Go ahead, be left. I'm there with you. Got to do it. Got to. I got to lose some weight. Me too. This is my my New Year's resolution. This is this is what's going to happen before I do this. Before I say this, Scotty D, shut the hell up. <laughs> Just, I, I don't. I, I don't want to hear your 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 rebuttal. I don't want to hear what you have to say after I say this. All right. Let me get let me get in the position there. Okay. Go ahead. Here we go. Here we go. This is not by any means whatsoever, a concession. This is more or less because, see this, see this, I can't even do this. He's, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, good. You already know what I'm talking about, but the thing about, the thing about it is, is that he's already thrown his hands up and celebrating. I don't know what you're talking about. Good. This is not a concession. I am not conceding by the slightest bit. My proposal still stands. But this is what I'm going to do. This is my resolution. Because I want to fight hard, not for just myself, but for the Sports Bros podcast. My 12-team playoff proposal will be heard. This is the only way I will accept the 12-team playoff. I think it is good for the sport. Mm -hmm. I think it gives more competition. But my... 12-team proposal. I still would much rather it be eight, 
but I've I've spent an extensive amount of time <laughs> putting this together. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you giggling. <laughs> Be loud! Just went Vince with Man ninety eight. You come out there the first one. The first word out of my mouth. Shut! God, this is not a concession. But I will present this. I will have it all together. I'm going to put together a video package, and I want my playoff proposal to be heard by the talking heads, by the commissioners of college football. I have a plan to make college football better and it will be heard. This will be professionally done. This will, this is my resolution because I feel like this, we have a platform and with this platform, we could take it to the next level. So this 12 team playoff courtesy of uncle Max, Scotty D, Matty Ice, and of course, the head of creative Eddie Cool. Y'all been my inspiration to come to this. That does not mean that I want a 12-team playoff. But it's most likely going to happen. That's what they've been talking about. So I want them to hear my version of it. And my version is solid and it is sound. Stay tuned, 2022. The Be Live College Football Playoff Proposal. Coming to you soon. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, yes. Good job. Good job, everybody. Good job, everybody. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's been another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast. Um, but before we go, um, spoiler alert, woo, 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 woo. Um, it's going to happen. We're going to have Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship at the Royal Rumble. Could have said the WrestleMania, but, you know, it's one of the big four pay-per-views, but that's neither here nor there. Y'all got any close words before we get the hell up out of here and do something? Happy New Year. Let's go, Cowboys. Come on. See you, my I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this as my finishing words. At some point, say it. I know. I'm just I'm just hoping for a prayer that this doesn't happen. But Nick I'm Chubb. Ahead. Nick Chubb, he's waiting for his fans. He's about to lose fantasy football folks. He's about to go down, but yeah. Yes. Congratulations on back to back championships. Corey, congratulations. Hey, Corey. I lost because of Antonio Brown and Stefanski for not handing Nick Chubb the ball. I should have won. And in closing, do something nice for yourself. And if you can, do something nice for someone else. We will greatly appreciate it now more than ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Happy New Year. Scotty will take his tree down in about three days. And be live. You got to have a cold one, bro. It's been a tough one. This has been another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast. See y'all next week. Take care. Bye. Would all acquaintance be forgotten? Antonio Brown, you all want to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.